It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 at full time in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon in the early game it finished Rangers 1 Celtic 0 in the 3 o'clock games it was Dundee 0 St Johnston 2 Kilmarnock 2 St Mirren 1 Livingston 1 Aberdeen 2 Hamilton 1 Motherwell 2 and our featured championship match was a Partick Thistle 1 Morton Two. Let me run through the rest of the championship games for you Alloa 2, Dundee United 1 Falkirk 2, Dunfermline 4 Queen of the South 1, Air 1 Ross County 2, Inverness 1 In League 1 it's Airdrie 3, Strunrar 0 4-4-2, Brecon 0 Montrose 1, Arbroath 1 Wraith Rovers 1, East 5-2 And Stenhouse Muir 2, Dumbarton 2 into League 2 It's Albion Rovers 1 Annan 1 Berwick 2 Edinburgh City 2 Clyde 2 Queen's Park 0 Elgin 0 Peterhead 3 And Stirling Albion 2 Cowdenbeath 1 Finally the English Premier League Brighton 1 Everton 0 Fulham 1 Huddersfield 0 Leicester 0 Cardiff 1 Tottenham 1 Wolves 3 And Watford 1 Newcastle 1 Hugh Keevans What a day Magnificent for our league We now have that top four Separated by three points Celtic Rangers Kilmarnock Aberdeen uh, And we're not done yet We've got uh, Hibs Versus Hearts At Easter Road Hibs going with a very Positive side With uh, Florian Camberry Up front with Ollie Shaw Hearts Two up front as well Sean Clare Stephen Naismith uh, I think they'll go for it Hell for leather uh, and know that they can leave everything out on the park And have a two week break thereafter So the place is jumping 0141 That's the number you need and you need it right now Rangers fans, sum up your delight That result has been a long time coming for you How much did you enjoy it? What did you make of the performance? And on the flip side, Celtic fans That incredible run against your rivals is over Where did it go wrong today And what about the bigger picture Fans of other clubs Come on Let's be hearing from you Motherwell fans You'll be delighted uh, As will Morton But on the other hand Partick Thistle It just goes from bad to worse Hamilton Ackies Struggling as well So give us a call And let us know your thoughts If you would rather tweet Then you can do We are at Clyde SSB John's a Celtic fan in Linwood Sum it up for us John How are you feeling? Hey guys uh, Yeah I'm feeling okay uh, How are you doing? Uh, well done to Rangers obviously um, I thought today uh, it was it was bad. A, a lot of a lot of the guys, obviously, you know, especially Bruni, you know, I felt sorry for him because he had a, such a bad day. But for me, no, I, I mean, twelve games unbeaten. Yeah, of course, eighteen points were dropped. I thought today was a whimper, and that's the only thing that really disappoints me about Celtic today because we were a whimper. Uh, why that is, I think maybe, you know, if I go back to the beginning of the season, a whimper where we want to get some players. Uh, I don't think we'll make that whimper again when it comes to, uh, obviously, the new year when the window opens. Obviously, the, the Celtic team needs refresh today. Obviously, the, it magnifies that situation. I just thought today, uh, Hugh, I thought... Um, I'm 54 years of age. I remember a programme called The Clangers. Uh, and you made a clangor the day thinking that a lot of the Celtic supporters would probably come on the show and complain about, you know, a shoulder. So how wrong you were today. But as I say, Merry Christmas to uh, Rangers, but it won't be a happy no new matter, year. No matter what happens, it's always nice to finish off with that. So you made a clangor. You know. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I wasn't the only one who made a clanger today, I would say. Uh, when you consider that in his first season as Celtic manager, Brendan Rodgers dropped eight points in total. Now he's dropped 18 in half a season. Uh, and All me, on the road as and, well. Uh, yeah, and for me, Gordon, that, that tells me that after two and a half years of high achievement, of being the Invincibles, of being the first team ever to win a double treble, of winning seven trophies in a row, for me... There are signs of serious wear and tear now And that's why Celtic have to use this window Mm. And use it well Because if they don't I summarise the first half of the season In one sentence It is not certain that Celtic will win the title Teams certainly do have an expiry date We've seen that with great teams throughout the years in all leagues And there's no doubt about it This Celtic team have been great over the past two years But I think there were signs today that It is a bit jaded That it does need Fresh players Fresh faces um, To come in And I don't know How much that will cost How much are you basing that On today though Because I mean At well, 11 o'clock this morning it, were, were they jaded uh, is, it, is it all yeah, about today Yeah I don't know I think when you looked At Easter Road A couple of weeks ago I thought they were They were poor Kilmarnock away You look at all their Bad results um, This season And I think You can't keep relying On the same guys For a period of three years, yeah. four years, whatever. There got to come a time where the 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 squad needs recycled, you know, players, perhaps like Scott Brown. I'm not saying it's the end for Scott Brown, but maybe his playing time becomes a bit more limited. You know, guys like Lustig, who's been there and played almost every game for the past two and a half years, perhaps he needs someone to to play the majority of games if he's going to stay and he, he takes a bit of a back seat. And it's just the way teams go, and I think today it was just—you could see it, you know. There, how how not tired? Tired is the wrong word, but mm. there is a saying. They, in they football, were just overrun. There is a saying in football that if you stand still, you go backwards. And this Celtic squad needs refreshed. It needs refurbishment. It needs money spent on it in the January transfer window because they are season by season becoming. Less of a team than they were the season before And they have won seven trophies in a row And the job that Brendan Rodgers done, has done Has been utterly astonishing However, they're now at the stage where They've been given cause to look at Rangers Kilmarnock, Aberdeen And think it's not certain we'll win the title This jadedness though Alex How much mm-hmm. of that is simply down to what Rangers did? Absolutely I th- On the back of the Hibs uh, result through the week Gordon I was really surprised At the energy levels That Rangers produced And Stephen Gerrard Has to take a lot of credit Alongside these players Because he called them out I think through the week He says Who's with me Who's up for this challenge And they were in it In abundance today I think When you look at the games Over the course of this Half a season That Rangers and Celtic Have had to contend with I think that's one of the reasons Why you're seeing so much Up and down Because I still think Celtic are better prepared in terms of the personality, uh, so the personnel that they have at their disposal. Um, and it's interesting because I hear people going, they need to reinforce in January. January historically is one of the worst months to, re- to recoup because, for starters, good players are not available. If you want to pay, you have to pay over the odds. And the likelihood of anybody giving Celtic a player who's doing well for them for the going rate because they know they're in a position, they also know that they're wealthy, they've got all this money in the bank as well. So, it's not an ideal 
time the, the time was in the summer mm. And he didn't do that And I think it's coming back To bite them a little bit now Alan's in the gorbals He's a Rangers fan It's been quite a wait for you Alan Sum up how you were feeling When that full time whistle went I me Yes On you go Alan Oh I sorry Yeah I am Excellent Absolutely fantastic I thought today Rangers have got to take Really good credit I thought um, They played outstanding The difference today is They didn't give still a chance so um, all this Celtic didn't turn up, they didn't play well. Rangers didn't give them a chance to play well today. Every time they hit the ball, Rangers attack, attack, attack. It could have been five nothing, it could have been six, and I just thought they played outstanding today. Well done to Rangers. Is that the biggest shock about all this, Hugh? Because um, it is a shock result in the sense that Celtic have been dominating the fixture. These things happen. That run was always going to come to an end, uh-huh. but for it to be so comfortable for Rangers, that that's where that's where the shock really comes in. If you take everything out of your mind All that's gone on in the past The 12 previous games that Brendan Rodgers has had Celtic against Rangers Take all of that away Take everything away and just focus on 90 minutes today Rangers had the hunger Rangers had the physical and mental strength And Celtic didn't match them in any way And that's why Celtic lost Celtic simply played a game today that was the definition of mediocrity. They were outmuscled, outthought, and there were individual performances that were appalling. Yeah, it's, in- it's interesting because people can talk about tactics all day long and McGregor going at left back, but ultimately they were outfought out on the day. Yeah. Uh, Rangers, and it's interesting because people will come on and you hear it over the coming days where Celtic never showed up, but again, that comes down to how Rangers went about their business today. They get in their faces mm. from the off. I think that's... The way Steven Gerrard wants to play I feel as if he wants to do that Now I said at the beginning of this month you, I, I think it was a two point difference Between Rangers and Celtic I said if they can get to the end of the month With that two points Because I've had to contend with the European things This Rangers squad Have never played at that level you, oh. Over a 14 game period They've never had to deal with midweek uh, Thursday games Going into Saturday, Saturday, Sunday games so they've actually overcame that and they've actually managed to get two level points all being with a game in hand. Steven Gerrard will be absolutely delighted. What did you learn about your team today, Alan? Because I'm sure you, like all your fellow Rangers fans, will have been aware. Question marks maybe hanging over some of the players and pretty much every one of them uh, stood up to be counted today, didn't they? They did. Every single player. I mean, I don't know what Steven Gerrard said to them or what, uh, what we've done in the dressing rooms before the game or even at half-time. But they're a complete different team. I've got full faith in Stephen Gerrard anyway. Um, he's only had one transfer window. Um, but with this one coming up, I don't know what's going to happen. But I think Rangers, there is a title race here, definitely. It's interesting this year, 100%. And all, all this rubbish about when Celtic say that none of the Rangers players were on their bench and they, they put out their own squad. Well, what squad would they put out today then? Would they beat Rangers? Yeah, I mean, there's supporter bravado and then there is reality. So there is a title race. Celtic are slipping season by season. The squad does need refurbished. Brendan Rodgers will know that. And one man who comes under a lot of pressure now is Lee Congerton, who is in charge of recruiting players for Celtic. Uh, So far, there's no evidence of him doing anything in particular. Uh, that would satisfy the supporters So he's going to have to earn a wage In the month of January You know, it's not about Bringing in Yusuf Malumbu uh, Or Emilio Izagiri And after half a season Emilio Izagiri is, 
is on the, the naughty step uh, So Lee Congerton has to get about his business And find some players for Celtic It's amazing the difference, Hugh That four days makes We were standing here Wednesday yes. And calls were coming in Three, uh, if memory serves me right Saying Stephen Gerrard should go yeah. The job's too much for him Where He's are these guys? Get them on the show now, now today, Phone them back Four days in this city Makes such a difference With one one game of football well, Incredible a man, a man came on and said That it was ridiculous That we were discussing A, a league title race Ridiculous Who was that here? Joey's name was um, So I'd love to hear Joe's thoughts On the matter now well, we can hear your thoughts. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thanks to Alan and the Gorbals, Davies and East Kilbride as a Celtic fan. Hi, David. How you doing, mate? Good, thanks. What do you take away from today? Um, it's just to see what the guys think. I think after the day, Scott Brown's for everything he's done for Celtic careers. I think he's done after the day. Uh, again, I, I, I'd have to say that's a knee jerk reaction. I mean, at the start of the season. When Scott Brown was playing in the team And he was one of the first names on the team sheet I mean I didn't hear much people complain about him And then he goes out the team Through no fault of his own injury Struggled to get back in Because Celtic were playing that well But players can have days like today I don't think that would necessarily mean Your your career as Celtic captain's done I think Scott Brown will play a, A very important part In the second half of the season a few weeks ago we were on the show and um, you made a, a comment that you were led to believe that it was a two-year contract sitting on the table for yeah. Scott Brown. Now we're led to believe that it's a three-year contract for the Australian team. It's interesting to see where this is all going to pan out, you know, in terms of why why would you not sign that two-year if you felt as if that was, yeah, you know, it's on the table, he's played there the best part of, or is it? A possibility You know you might believe. Well clearly As I understand It's a two year contract Or extension To his existing contract uh, With the Guarantee of a coaching position At the yeah. end of it So it depending Where Scott Brown Sees his life You know If he if he wants to relocate To Australia um, Give his family A completely different lifestyle That's entirely his affair He's been an outstanding player for Celtic for 10 years and he has won so many trophies and he was the first person that Brendan Rodgers turned to when he became manager and I don't think that he is tonight able to be declared done Mm -hmm. I just think he represents my feeling about the Celtic squad that if you stand still you'll go backwards and the squad needs refreshed Davey what makes you think that he cannot recover from this form at the moment? It's just the formation he plays That Brendan Rodgers plays When Scott Brown's in I just don't like the way Celtic play When he's there If, if well, we remember right as well When Scott Brown was out the side A lot as well On this panel But a lot of callers as well said He may be out the side just now But there's one guarantee That on the 29th of December Scott in. Brown will be the first name On the team sheet So I mean That suggests that He's not done You know He he had as bad a game as I've ever seen Scott Brown play And I'm sure he'll be first to admit that But I need to I need to say again I think the second half of the season After the break in Dubai in the training camp I think he'll be a huge player I think he'll play a lot of games um, for Celtic And by no means he's, he's done When Do I say the Celtic Rangers game is a, a, a separate life form This is what I mean because this separate life form has ended in a 1-0 victory for Rangers today 
There are some Celtic supporters who are questioning the manager, his team selection, they are questioning the captain, his right to stay in the team, and the scattergun has mm. come off the wall. In fairness to Davy, um, Davy, you and some other Celtic fans, it's not all about today with Scott Brown. I know there's been a f- few people thinking this way for a for a few weeks now. Is that is that right? Yep, that's right. It's just the it's the the backward play inside your own half. I just don't. I, I hate it when they pass back between Bayata and Benkovic and Gordon, and it always only seems to be when Scott Brown's in the team. You see that as a feature of Celtic's play. I, I think, I think uh, the, all the midfielders do that. The one that actually drops in, they like to keep the ball. They like to do, rotate a little bit. Um, but I think where the Celtic fans have been uh, enjoying of late is when Callum McGregor's that deeper one. When they get the ball, they look to play that killer ball, and then they've got that rotation. You don't have that rotation when Scott Brown plays there purely for the point of view as he is an out and out quarterback, and he just like to. Uh, patrol that in front of the centre half mm. So you don't quite see that And I, I can understand where people are coming from But in Scott Brown's defence If you look at He's been you know, playing that position for the last two years And have been highly successful So I get people's emotions It was bad today And Sham's coming for it But you could actually go through the whole Celtic team yeah. They were second best all over Perhaps the Cham one would be more alarming Mark If you are going on today's performance And in the last couple of weeks Because at least there's, a, there's, at least there's an acceptance Or a realisation that Well you know what Scott Brown is getting to that stage in his career And maybe that's a factor what, yeah. what would Cham's excuse be? Well that's the thing Gordon Because at the start of the season There's all sorts of rumours That Celtic knock back A, a huge sum of money yeah. Given uh, a big bumper contract to Celtic. Bumper contract And he looked like a real star In the early part of the season Well you just need to go back To the first meeting Between the sides Where Probably he the best ran, player in the, park, ran the show And today he looked As far from that As you can imagine Didn't look comfortable on the ball Couldn't complete a pass And the worrying thing for me is that can happen But when He looks like he can't be bothered Chasing back And It looks like there's a lack of desire there That's a problem um, For me We can all have bad days On the ball uh, And You know Misplaced passes But when Things like that start creeping into the game Then it's a problem So I don't think you would ever get that From Scott Brown um, But you're right That that would be more of a concern Because Soon as he Well since he dropped out the team and struggled to get back in On the occasions he has got back in He's certainly not performed the way he did at the start of the season On Twitter Paul Stone says Hugh if you stand still you go backwards 9 million on Edward 4.5 on Cham Morgan, Benkovic, Malumbu, Izagiri Big money has been wasted And Andrew C says Doesn't matter if it's Ibrooks or not Brown hasn't been playing as much He doesn't have an automatic right to be in the team We've been doing perfectly well without him Regardless of his presence in these games It's 0141-951-1025 Let's hear from you And we're going to hear from managers all around the country after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are here And they're waiting to take your calls So get in touch or tweet us Let us know what you made of your team's performance and result today Who are you happy with? Who are you blaming? It's been a quiet old day for referees Hugh, that's always nice Well yeah, I mean John Beaton had a a good match Um, No one is complaining that the Callum McGregor goal was onside Everyone is in agreement That it was offside As Brendan Rogers said Very unfortunate Callum McGregor said mm. Some some weekends you get them And some you don't He was Offside by an inch uh, John's a Rangers fan on the line We're going to speak to him in just a second First let's get the thoughts of Gary Caldwell Jags fans What's happening? I'm not trying to hide behind the result uh, By saying we were even the better team first half Let's be honest 
uh, but we're, we're naive in how we played and didn't move the ball quick enough but I, I thought we were still the better team uh, they had a couple of breaks and then uh, the goal isn't even a chance you can't count that as a chance uh, but second half we, we played really well we, we played like a team I know we can we had forward momentum the full backs were excellent uh, giving us width down the sides great creativity in midfield uh, scored a wonderful goal should have scored more and that's uh, the story of our season that, that we ultimately go on to lose a game again that I, I don't know how it happens in terms of the, the way we perform against the opposition but we shoot ourselves in the foot Fans were angry at the end what's your message to them going into the new year? Uh, it will change in the next 32, 33 days whatever that is the transfers mindset to the players? My transfers What's your thoughts on it? How, how, have you got a number on what you need to, to bring in to, to change this? I think everyone would be worried in that change room, but uh, I believe we have a, a group, of, a nucleus of players that, that are with me that uh, want to fight for this football club, but we need to bring in some quality. We need to bring in uh, hungry players who want to fight and want to scrap for everything and uh, have a mentality to, to win football games because this has been going on too long for this football club. Partick Thistle fans, what do you make of that? Does your assessment match that of your manager? John is in Parkhead, he's a Rangers fan. Hi, John. Hi, Gordon. Mark, Alec, and, and it's you. Hello. Uh, just for the, first, for the first time in a long time, I've, I've come home tonight, no bed in my bed, I mean, John, I'm in my bed with you. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm starting just reflecting on the, on the game, and I thought man for man today, I thought Rangers were outstanding. I thought, I thought the tone was set very, very early, I think, the first couple of minutes, Andy Halliday. Uh, when I slid in right, right in front of the dugouts, uh, it was a kind of 50-50 ball, and he, can, he came up and he kind of the clenched fist, and I said to myself, we're up for this today, and I mean, we really were. Uh, obviously, after Wednesday night's disappointment, I don't know what Stephen Gerrard done, I know Big Golson's took an injection. I looked at I looked at Arfield today, I'm not going to single people out, but I looked at Scott Arfield, what a game he had. I looked at young Ross McCrory, unbelievable, unbelievable, a young boy. I've always wanted McCrory to get back into the team. I looked at Morelis, Rangers just chased everything down the day, everything that was there to be won, and they won, and we all know it was one, I'd have took one nothing before the game, but we all know it, it could have been, it should have been, it should have been four or five. Uh, Alex, sometimes these things are a bit cliche, you know, you think, yeah, so-and-so slid in at the start and it really set the tone, because sometimes the better players just overcome that. However, John is probably right today, because that's mm-hmm. what Rangers had to do, they had to show some, they had to show something early on to get that big crowd behind them and give them something to believe in and yeah it might seem like a small moment when Andy Halliday slides in and a couple of others but but that's what you need to do in these games sometimes yeah absolutely we were talking uh, during one of the breaks and we were saying about Andy Halliday winning a header against Mikael Lustig and it's that desire uh, in the middle of the park they wanted it more and I think it was just indicative of all the Rangers players from a man McGregor had nothing to do basically but Throughout the whole team It was set by the tone By Morelos He's the one that actually goes to He's shown people into it There's a lot of coming together And uh, Listen from a Celtic point of view You'd have to say That that was the most alarming thing Because we all know that Celtic If you give them time and space uh, Adversely The, the opening uh, Old Firm game You gave them time and space Celtic absolutely dominated them so much more And I think that's what Rangers have to do against Celtic. They have to get in their faces and they have to win the battles and they've done that in abundance today. And Hugh Keevans, that is the reality of the fixture in this city. John's usually in his bed by this time. He can't can't face the music usually, but there he is. He's awake and he's delighted. Well, the Rangers supporters have waited two and a half years. They have suffered embarrassment, humiliation, frustration, 
Against Celtic They have suffered the heaviest defeat Against Celtic at Ibrox for over 100 years Everything that was bad That could befall them Has befallen Rangers against Celtic So they are entitled to every ounce Of celebration It is alarming As Alec Ray said How badly Celtic played That is for Celtic to address But without question they were outplayed by the far better team Thank you to John and Parkhead We're about to kick off in the Edinburgh Derby Hibs against Hearts should be an absolute cracker So keep you up to speed in that Bogdan and goal for Hibs Ambrose, McGregor, Hanlon at the back Whitaker, Sleeve, Cam Mallon, Horgan, Mackey across the middle Shaw and Cam Berry leading the line for Neil Lennon's side The hosts of course The last fixture dominated by ugly off-field scenes it goes without saying we hope for a more straightforward football match uh, In this one this evening I'm Just waiting uh, on the Hearts team flashing up on the TV So that I can tell you <laughs> yeah, it's no, quite I know. Uh, But Hibs are Hibs the hosts Hibs will be the ones going into this thinking that they, they're in a little bit of form I yep. think they're undefeated in six mm. I know Hearts obviously get a result the other day against the Ackies But most teams are uh, taking points after the Ackies at the moment So, But this is a different proposition altogether yeah, Hart's going to line up with Doyle and goal. The back three of Smith, DiCamona and Berra. Godinho, Lee, Haring, Jim and Garuccio, the five across the middle. And Sean Clare just off Stephen Naismith up front. So we'll keep you up to speed on that. Let's hear from Stephen Robinson, Motherwell manager. Yeah, result-wise, great. I actually thought the performance was very good as well. You know, I thought we dominated the whole game. Um, we had one incident where we didn't follow our runner and they scored from it. Um, but we showed great character again. Fans were terrific, got right behind the boys. But we, we showed bravery on the ball. We were disciplined and, and I thought we deserved the result. Aldridge's finish as well. Top class striker, I've been happy with. Yeah, very good, very surprising. <laughs> um, listen, delighted, he's a great boy. He was excellent both ends. Um, you know, Peter coming in there again as well, just give us a wee bit of a settling influence as well and a bit of organisation in a very young squad. But Tom will take all the glory today. He's been great for me since he came in and, and he deserves all that credit. Richard? I don't know, I'm not in the dressing room. Um, so, Terry, we're. I don't genuinely I don't know I'm guessing a wee bit I'm guessing it's an ankle injury um, Aaron I don't know I haven't got a clue um, but we just we need this break to make sure I mean I think that's 13-14 players now um, including them too that's right um, we need to get everybody fit again ready to go for the Ross County game uh, and get a couple of fresh faces in up front and Elliot Freer was a real threat for you on the left as well with his pace Elliot was excellent really really good I thought he was good in the the game on Saturday as well uh, what day are we the previous game <laughs> um, I thought he was good both games you know in, in fairness to Elliot any time I've played 3-5-2 it's probably a system that doesn't suit him or a diamond um, and when he plays higher up there without too much defensive responsibility then he's excellent for us so he's, he's definitely an asset um, if we play that way Paul's a Motherwell fan in Bells Hill how big a win was that Paul? Oh absolutely brilliant today um, I was on last Saturday and I was speaking to yourself Gordon and Alec um, about non-league players because um, I was raging <laughs> this week it was um, it was the exact opposite Um couldn't be happier the boys had dug in and battled and all the way right through the game they looked like a totally different team were you fearing the, were you fearing the worst Paul because obviously the, the performance last week all the injuries um, Ryan Bowman is, is leaving the club Curtis Main suspended were you, were you fearing the worst going into it today? I well the worst I wasn't I'd have took a draw all day um, before we even kicked the ball the day um, just with injuries and everything that's, that's going on um, because I was having a look last night actually at the model squad and there's got to be 15 players out of contract um, out of a squad of 25 come the end of the season so you're, you're actually a bit worried to see what's happening 
but the three young boys in the midfield today it came in. Well, um, Turnbull and Campbell, and then um, when they brought young Adam Livingston on, these are boys that are coming through, and no way did they look out of place today. They looked actually brilliant. Right, Paul says it was a big win for Motherwell. What about Stuart, who's an Aki's fan on the line? How big a defeat was it, Stuart? Absolutely dreadful, but to be honest, uh, not unexpected. Um, congratulations to Motherwell. Yep, they're the better side by far. What's concerning is that was that was as your previous caller said that was half a Motherwell team missing, and yet we still couldn't um, uh, still couldn't beat them. Uh, Mister Canning, I'm sorry, he's been there for four years now. He's signed all his own players. He's had plenty of chances. His record for 2018 alone, um, he's played 38 games. He's won seven of them. I mean, that's a win percentage of 18%. They've only scored 31 goals. We've lost 77 goals this season. The crowds are down considerably. I mean, I don't know what more is going to happen. He's got to go. Well, Stuart's done his research. He's come on, well briefed. Uh, and those figures are impossible to defend uh, I've always maintained that if Hamilton Aki stay up mm. The manager is safe in his job However, I can give him no guarantees if Hamilton Aki's go down But it's now for the Hamilton Aki's hierarchy uh, And Alan Maitland has taken over as the, the top man there now uh, It's now up to Alan Maitland and the rest To assess whether they think Martin Canning is going to keep Hamilton Aki's out of bother Because they are firmly in bother right now How long does does that logic last? I mean I, I obviously understand it You think that that's all Aki should be aiming for Keep them in the league Can that go on forever? I appreciate I'm getting a bit ridiculous here But if he, you know, if he finishes 11th 10 years in a row Is he still the manager in, in, in 10 years time? Is Does there not become a point when Even just for a, a freshness or something that you, yeah, you, uh, you try and roll the dice? Without doubt eventually um, And getting beat up playing some decent football Football is absolutely atrocious. I mean, it's just a get the ball in a big punt up the park and get a couple of players who are five foot ten chasing after it. I mean, that's not the way to play football. And again, a combination of that plus terrible results, that's the reason the crowds are down. We're now looking at a home crowd of maybe seven, eight hundred. I mean, that's for a Premier League side, I mean, that is shocking. I'd, I reckon if you're a fan, a Hamilton fan like Stuart, you'd probably look at Livingston. And go well. That's the problem, isn't it? Kinda, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, you know, for Hamilton Aki's board, but you, you can't. It can't all come down to budget. Sometimes it does, and most of the time it does. Yeah, but it's, not only, always. it's only right if you're a fan. You know, you have you have bigger aspirations and finishing just outside the relegation zone. Yeah. Then when you get a team who've probably got similar crowd, similar budget, you would say, um, and who do so well mm. and who hold Celtic and Rangers and get results. Mm. You probably look at them and say We should be doing the same as that Let's hear from Martin Canning then Yeah and we've lost two poor goals Who set pieces today Albeit Michael Garland's Probably our only player over six foot But that doesn't excuse the fact That we lost far too many headers In our own box um, And going forward we didn't offer In the first half I thought we were good I thought we had enough about this first half Second half for whatever reason We, we don't have the, the quality To hurt teams or cause teams enough problems And that probably puts us under pressure Because we end up defending more than we than we should um, and that's a bad cycle to be Alan McGowan were taking you up the pitch in the first half was a losing them was that yeah well that didn't help us definitely we lost both of them obviously we lost Scott straight after half time and Scott's a good attacking fullback or wing back he gets us up the park um, and then Aaron coming off as well doesn't help and you've got to reshuffle reshuffle again 
Yeah, on the back of the guys that are already missing today, which was, was didn't help us. But that's that's excuses. We'll look for excuses. It's it's about the guys that are out there and the opportunity to go and enjoy football, enjoy playing. And I didn't think we did as much as we should have. Yeah, first half I thought we did. Second half, for whatever reason, again seems to be the story of the season. We're inconsistent week to week. Never mind half to half. It's 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 not enough. And we need to do better than that. It's disappointing as well. You, you take the lead and then you lose it just four minutes later for a set piece. Yeah, it was. It was a cheap boat we'll concede. It's a throw in for us on the far side. We make a mistake, we lose the ball in the middle of the park. They then got the park, get a corner from it and score from the corner from their throw in that we've got safe possession of the ball within a short space of time. It's, it's one each. Um, and that's disappointing because at that point, obviously, with the, with the run Motherwell are on as well and, and the way things have been going for them, you want to try and keep that one nothing for a bit longer than four <coughs> minutes. And you keep that for 10, 15, 20 minutes, they start to panic and when the game totally changes and goes a different direction but we let them straight back in and get their tails back up again and then we make the second half difficult for us. Thank you to Paul and Stuart reflecting on the Lanarkshire derby. What about the Edinburgh derby? Five and a half, six minutes gone. Any early signs? Well, Hart's almost getting a penalty there. Stephen Naismith on the, the end of a cross and he just gets his toe up but right decision from the referee but I mean it's frantic <laughs> opening six minutes 100 mile an hour stuff Brian's in Moss Park a Celtic fan how are you feeling tonight Brian? Um, so a wee bit disappointed pretty disappointed I suppose in the way the selection and the formation we played I mean our best player was actually played out of position Carl McGregor had, had a great game but you know, McGregor on that left hand side I would have played Ira at left back and put McGregor in left, left mid and had uh, Sinclair of course he had a hat in the last game but it just didn't, the formation didn't work. And certainly what I'd like to say first and foremost, sorry, or second and foremost, Rangers deserved that far better performance. It was like, like back about five, six years, they wanted it more than we did. We couldn't, we couldn't compete. Your point about Callum McGregor is absolutely correct. I, I, I said earlier, you know, he took a hit for the team. He did well, but he's, his influence by and large was lost to Celtic. The influence that he can exert on these matches. Um, so it didn't work That idea didn't work I've always said Brendan Rodgers isn't infallible Like every other manager He makes mistakes And that idea simply did not work You sometimes get this with Versatile players where In one hand it works in their favour Because it gives you more chance of getting in the team mm. But in another hand, in the other hand It actually holds you back Because there are times when the manager won't need any encouragement to move you from your favoured position because he feels he can trust you elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, listen, for myself it worked being versatile because I had right backs ahead of me. So I got put in left back and I played a lot of games uh, through that. But when you're Callum McGregor, you're going to play anyway. And I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd rather play in the centre of the park where he can influence things, where he's had, you know, he's influenced these games so much. And I, I still can't get my head around that You know after the Aberdeen game Where he brings Johnny Hayes on at half time And Johnny Hayes does pretty well Why he wouldn't stick with that mm. system You know there was no reason to play in Cham Who turns out he had a nightmare But that's in hindsight But there's no reason to play him He, he could have played a left sided player there back, And get away with it chance, please. On you go Brian First a couple of quick very points I didn't see the game I was, I was away I was abroad But I've never seen the Salzburg game but I think um, my son said Rangers just basically played the same game against us uh, as Salzburg played obviously high pressure line like Barcelona which obviously looks, that's something that coaches should know that's going to happen against you and the final point is Morelos no, I don't mean this to sound but but grapes sour grapes but the guy had two tackles that were red cards in my book which ones? There was a kick on Scott. There was a kick on Scott Brown earlier in uh, the first half. Yeah, I think he got him in the knackers, Charles. 
No. Uh, <laughs> that was polite enough, I suppose. Could have been worse. A fair description. <laughs> and uh, and I think latterly he uh, came over the top of, I think it Ralston. was Ralston, and we're not sure because it it's, it's inconclusive whether he catches him on the far side. I, I think it is so great, to be honest. Well, he certainly, I think if we're being fair, he. It, pro- it definitely should have been a booking The one yeah. on Scott Brown Yeah. Whether yeah. it's more than that pff, I, I probably don't have time To get into that debate no, But it's, but the, it's a booking the, the other point You know You can talk about The McGregor move And it didn't work But you can talk about Each outfield player Apart from McGregor And pick holes In what they did All day long It was For Celtic An astonishingly mm. Bad performance uh, Peter's on Twitter He says Waited a long time To feel the way I do today Even had a tear in my eye But he's attached Some sort of video That I can't actually see So I'll never know If it's if there's some sort of joke Attached or not um, And oh, I'm actually uh, co- I'm comfortable with that It's Hibs nil Hearts nil With 10 minutes on the clock More calls And more manager reaction next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Get the result You deserve Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Still goalless between Hibs and Hearts Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are here And they are ready to take your calls We've got Michael on the line from Shots We'll speak to him in a second Let's hear from Oren Kearney You know I think when you come to a side who are Obviously have momentum and who are flying And have a, um, a big prize that they're chasing um, You know it's so important that you start the game well And so important that, that you give yourself I suppose, a foothold in the game And try and, and, try and manage the game And um, you know, the set piece is disappointing, but to be honest, and it happens in football. You know, you're not going to go a, a whole season without conceding from a set piece. We've gone runs of games without conceding, and then we've gone a couple of games with conceding from a set piece, and it was the first set piece of the game. Um, and I said to the boys, I can accept that. I can accept a missed run or something with the best will in the world, but what I can't accept is a reaction to it. And it absolutely it shook our guys to the bones for about 30 minutes. And to be honest. As I said, the set piece I can accept, but what I can't accept is the reaction, or, or probably lack of reaction, for want of a better description, and it took probably 30 minutes for us to, I suppose, get back up onto our feet, and by that stage, we were facing you know, an uphill struggle. Do you take positives from the second-half performance, maybe, or the fact you made it quite tight in the Not end? Not really, because it, it, sadly it's me at half-time who has to go in and, 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 and discuss how we manage the game and what it looks like and the types of things we need to do to make sure we stay in the game. Like, For example, we score our goal to go 2-1 up, and we have a player who runs into the net to lift the ball at the net to sprint up the pitch to set the ball back on the centre spot. And my mindset is, I'll take two-one at half time and we'll get in and when we'll keep it cagey and we'll try and get in the last fifteen minutes of the game. Yet we're lifting the ball at the net and sprinting up the pitch to get a quick restart of the game, which puts it back on. The, you know, and it's, I suppose it's things like that there that are just that you expect to be there, but that are just are, are highly frustrating at that point in time. And I think to give yourself a chance and, and, and a foothold in the game is so important. And, that, and it's probably that aspect of it that's, that's disappointing. It's got an interesting reading of that situation, Hugh. I, I thought oh. maybe can't speak for everyone. Most St Mirren fans would have liked to see that bit of urgency from their team. Yeah, I don't follow the logic there, Oren. Sorry. Uh, but it is now getting desperate for St Mirren and for Dundee and for Hamilton Ackies and just... To go back to something you said earlier, I don't think managers should stay on indefinitely just because they stay in the division. I think there does come a point where players no longer hear what you're saying, they're just looking at the wall at the back of your head. Michael's a Rangers fan from Shots. What do you take away from today's game, Michael? Um, I take a lot of positives. Um, my, the reason for my call is uh, I would like to maybe speak to Mr Keevans. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to uh, the uh, commentary of uh, the Super Scoreboard on the way home from the game. And he mentioned there that uh, uh, Celtic played badly. Um, 
And to my mind, they didn't give any credit to Rangers um, for the way they played. It, it, it was the way Rangers played that made Celtic look bad, basically. Um, they didn't allow Celtic to play. They closed in down very quickly. It cost Celtic to make mistakes. Uh, Brendan Rodgers stated in a quote, we had a lot of unforced mistakes. No, the mistakes they made was because Rangers gave them no time on the ball, causing them to panic and make those mistakes. And uh, can I also add, according to the stats, Gordon was the best player with an average rating of about 5.77. Scott Brown was the worst player with an average rating of 2.77. If you close Scott Brown down, it makes mistakes. If you give Celtic space, they'll play well. If you don't give Celtic space um, and, and, and you're in the face all the time, um, it gives them something to think about. And that's what Rangers did today. We were on air uh, from 12 o'clock today. And unless you've heard every minute of every hour, then you're not entitled to the first remark about me not giving Rangers credit because I've given Rangers abundant credit. I've said all, I've said all day long uh, that... It's a combination of Celtic not having the hunger and desire that Rangers showed. Uh, with regard to the point about Rangers stopping players uh, and the unforced mistakes which Brendan Rodgers touched upon, you're absolutely correct up to a point. But I'm standing beside two former pros, one who played for Celtic, one who played for Rangers, and they were taken aback. They were open-mouthed at the mistakes that the Celtic players were making. Uh, pardon me? Why did they make those mistakes? It yeah. made mistakes simply because Rangers didn't give them any time. Andy Halliday set his stall out very, very quickly. Um, he, he, he actually went in uh, probably in the first, uh, uh, the first four or five minutes yeah. um, and made sure that they knew he was there. It yeah. was um, any time Scott Brown got the ball. Yeah. Um, he wasn't given any time to, to think about things. I accept hence, that. Hence all his passes mm. was either out of the park um, there wasn't completed passes. So I accept that. I accept that. that the, Rangers, but at the same time, played badly. But at the same time, give, and you've already says, Hugh, you've already says two or three minutes ago that, and, and you re reiterated again that uh, uh, Celtic played badly. What you need to do is make sure and say that it was Rangers, the way Rangers played, the range, uh, the way they, they, they actually responded um, to uh, parts of the game. As why they didn't play, um, you know why Celtic didn't play well. As I say, of Rangers and as I else. say, both uh, both can be true. Yes. I have no idea why we have to draw this distinction. Both can be true. But so, I, Rangers I forced Celtic yes. into making mistakes. But Scott Brown has played five hundred games for Celtic. Hugh. He has had people try and close him down before, yeah. and he usually handles it better than he did today. But, but again, I'm standing beside a former Celtic player who is looking at Dedrick Boyata and saying, on air, not privately, on air. He's never seen a player put the ball out the park so often. Uh, and of course, some of that is due to Rangers and some of that was due to inefficiency on the part of Dedrick Boyata. But unless Michael has listened to every hour, every minute of every hour of the six hours we've been on air, then you know his, his approach to have a go at me uh, is unfair because I have given Rangers... Every ounce of credit that they are undoubtedly due, Mark. Surely, surely both can just yeah, be true at I the same agree. time. I have to agree with and Rangers, Gordon. Rangers are did force Celtic into a lot of mistakes, but they also made a lot on their own as well. Uh, of course, I mean there was a number of times where Celtic players didn't have pressure on them from a Rangers player and misplaced passes and put the ball out the park and went back to Craig Gordon when they could have went forward. 
happened on numerous occasions That's not taking anything away from how good Rangers were So you're totally right Both can coexist there, It doesn't always have to be that one team was brilliant And, and the other, you know, were bad purely because the one team is brilliant it, it can happen in games And you're totally right This Scott Brown situation People have tried to get close to him Numerous occasions And he's handled it Today he couldn't handle it Because he had an off day and But that's taking nothing away From what Rangers did Scott Simber Mullock Hi Scott Evening guys um, I'll be honest with you I thought today's result Has been looking in the cards For the last two months Played well against Kilmarnock Look at the away games St Mirren Rubbish Kilmarnock Rubbish Hearts at the start of the season Rubbish Last week we lost three goals Against one of One of the poorer Aberdeen teams Over the years I think our mismanagement at boardroom level with um, regards to signings has been ridiculous. Um, apart from Odson Edward, who we spent good money on, um, whereas all the other signings that Brendan's made, they're either not in the team, or they're away, or they're out on loan, or they're just not getting picked. And a lot of this is done to Brendan, and done to bad management as far as I'm concerned. Dedrick Boyata today... Has he ever seen a football before? Because that is one of the worst defensive performances I've seen for that guy. And I, to be fair, I wouldn't have had him back in the team after he carried on at the start of the season in the Europa League. And one, one, one other thing, Brendan Rodgers is too set in his ways for certain games and certain styles. Callum McGregor's been the best midfield player in the last two months in Scotland by a country mile, and I'm sure he's had plenty of praise in this programme, and we put him left back today. Quite a, lot, quite a lot to get through Scott we're, we're a bit short in time You've made some, some good points So let's try and go through them The first one Hugh The striking difference Between Celtic at home And Celtic away this season Well baffling um, You know to Have won every game at home And to be So poor Away from home To have left 18 points Behind you After away matches That is why Celtic Are in the position They're in now uh, Yes with regard to The, the signing policy It is on the chaotic side Because there are Signings that have been made That, that are mystifying uh, During Brendan Rodgers' time uh, And that the fans will be Examining this transfer window Very carefully Because I summarise The entire day As I said In one sentence It is no longer certain That Celtic will win the title Yeah it's interesting I think it's the usual When people are emotional They come on the show Gordon And uh... I think there was too many players as I've re- repeated throughout the, the the course of the show. I thought Rangers were by far the better team, and uh, again, it will be down the next couple of weeks. We'll be down to recruitment and trying to get players back up to speed, and we go again. If you look at the deadwood that's uh, gradually being assembled at Celtic, it's it's quite worrying. You know, there are people there who are on very good money. And who have absolutely no part to play. Hugh, Hugh, see, you made a very good point there. I know we're getting towards the end of the show because. This is as high a budget that Celtic's ever operated at And unless they can get their guys off And actually recoup some of the uh, the land share of the wages Then the wage bill starts going through the roof Uh So there must be a ceiling where The the hierarchy at Celtic will be going to as well So it's not a case of going out and signing four players At £5 million each And now giving them 30 grand a week So you know there has to be a balancing act as well Quickly Mark Wilson End-to-end stuff in the Edinburgh Derby still goalless Oh it's, it's astonishing this game 23 minutes both teams going for it Chances everywhere I mean a furious pace What a day we've had Because You know From half past twelve today We had pretty similar Now we're watching this At the close of the day It's been a terrific day In Scottish football 
Uh, yes, it certainly has A reminder of today's results in the top flight Rangers 1, Celtic 0, Dundee 0 St Johnston 2, Kilmarnock 2 St Mirren 1, Livingston 1 Aberdeen 2, Hamilton 1, Motherwell 2 And our featured championship match today Was Partick Thistle 1, Morton 2 So many talking points Not enough to get through tonight So we'll do it all over again on Monday It's Hogmanay But no rest for the wicked As they say Hugh Keevans You will be here Alex Ray will be here And I suppose I better come And look after you as well So do join us then But in the meantime If it's party season for you Then you might as well Stay where you are Because that man George Bowie Is up next to GBX To get your weekend Truly started Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.